This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. This is Annie Grace, and I'm answering readers' questions, and I went live yesterday after Taekwondo, and if you watched that, I was not driving. I was in the passenger seat. Apparently, when you go live on your phone, it flips it around, so it looks like I was in the driver's seat. I was not driving. My husband was driving. Um, That was really funny, but anyway, I was totally in the passenger seat. Today, I want to talk about uh, this question I got, which was basically like, hi, Annie, I can't even imagine changing. It sounds impossible. I've been drinking for decades. And wow, can I resonate with this? And I think literally pretty much every single person who has changed their drinking through the alcohol experiment, which um, you can find, it's always free at alcoholexperiment.com. And we've had 110,000 people go through there as of the last count, which was a few months ago, so it's probably even more than that. Um, But every person felt like it was impossible. And there's so many things that you feel like are totally impossible until they happen, right? And, you know, simple things like if you've never, I remember feeling like, how am I ever going to really love a child? Like before I ever had a child, and then you have a child, and you're like, how did I ever not? And then you have one child, and you're like, how am I ever going to love my second child as much as I love this child? That doesn't even make sense. Like, how is it even possible? And then you have your second child, and all of a sudden, everything shifts. Everything changes. You've undergone an experience whereby things totally shift. And so trying to imagine it before it's happened is impossible because you can't do it. And that's because we're using a framework of I should be able to envision how this feels but when you undergo such a radical shift and i believe that changing how you feel about drinking is a really radical shift and that's what's at the core of the alcohol experiment it's not this idea that you're going to just stop drinking for 30 days because anybody can do that right um but you use willpower you do what most people do what i used to do when i take a break is i'd I'd like count the days i'd be pining for my next drink i'd actually make alcohol more important in my life when i wasn't drinking it than it was when i was drinking it because i was spending so much time and effort thinking about the fact that i wanted the next drink and so i actually created this forbidden fruit syndrome and made alcohol more important to me where what the alcohol experiment does which is totally radical and totally different and if you haven't done it yet do it. It's alcoholexperiment.com. It is free. It always will be. Here's the caveat though. You can't just sign up for it, choose your start date, and then go 30 days alcohol-free. You have to. Well, you can. You can do whatever you want. But in order to have this true shift that feels impossible to you right now, you have to watch the videos. None of them are long. None of them are scary. They're as entertaining as I can. You can find the typos because... (laughs) I did it by myself. And, you know, but they're raw. They're organic. They're real watching those videos, reading the emails, that's what really shifts it. And you can't imagine if I remember when I so much wanted a drink every day and five o'clock would come and I'd be trying to just not drink today and it would be such a struggle and such an internal battle. And then I finally give in and I felt so much relief for a very short period of time. And then I felt a lot of regret and then I'd make myself the promises and then I'd get back on this cycle every day, day in, day out, day in, day out. And I could not imagine not wanting to pick up a drink at the end of a hard day, like not wanting to. That was absolutely impossible for me to imagine. It, and it's true. 
it feels impossible until it happens. And I think that's another part of what is so cool about the alcohol experiment is that it's not asking for you to believe. Like skepticism is good. Skepticism is a good thing. You're just going, and, and that's the thing about an experiment, right? Like if we even break down that word, why did I call it an experiment? If you look at an experiment, it's taking a hypothesis. In this case, the hypothesis is maybe I'd be a bit happier drinking a bit less alcohol, right? It's not about all or nothing. It's not about forever. It's just like, okay, would I be a bit happier taking a break, drinking a bit less? I'm going to test that. I'm going to test that by going 30 days without drinking, but not white knuckling it, not with willpower. I'm going to go the 30 days every single day, getting a video, getting a mindset shift, understanding new information so that by day 15, people report like, wow, I'm stoked about this. This is great. I feel really, really good physically, emotionally, mentally. And then by day 30, people are like, you know what? I might go for another 30 days, you know, or maybe they just feel really good and they might not drink or maybe they decide they're just going to drink on occasion whatever it is it comes from a place of feeling good about it which yes again is impossible to imagine but if you create lots of hypotheses like and you go out to test them they probably seem impossible to at least half the people right because you're testing something for a reason because it doesn't feel true it doesn't feel congruent with your experience and you learn all about that i mean there are literal chemicals in your brain and neurochemical reactions that happen inside the brain and inside the body like in terms of the chemicals being released into your body that actually change your physiology change your emotions that make it so that you cannot imagine relaxing without a drink. And when you understand it, you're like, oh, that's why. And all of a sudden, this thing that felt so impossible, felt so far away, felt so like that's never gonna be me, comes closer. You know. But another reason I think that people feel like change feels impossible is because usually when we approach our drinking as something we wanna change, I know this was true for me. We don't approach it with a, huh, maybe I'll change just a little bit. Well, actually, we probably approach it for many years of like just trying to cut back, trying to cut back, trying to cut back, not being successful, actually drinking more because of the cognitive dissonance that was created by trying to cut back. And then we feel stressed and then we drink more because we're stressed and that's what drinkers do and yada, 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 on and on and on. But when we finally reach a point where we're like, no, this something actually has to change, that's when the, it feels impossible sets in. Because guess what? You're looking at it as if it is all going to change overnight. As if you're going to go completely from this person who absolutely loves to drink to waking up the very next day and being like, oh, I never ever want to do that again. That sounds awful. And you can't wrap your brain around that. But it doesn't happen like that. It's a slow, iterative thing. You take in a little information, a little more information. You see things slightly differently. There's a little bit of a shift. A little thing changes. A little thing becomes clearer. You maybe do a little test. Okay, now I can drink tonight. How does that feel? You know, little by little by little. And then what seems so impossible all of a sudden seems like well within reach. And then all of a sudden it's your new reality. And it's just the coolest thing. But when we approach something with a, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to do this all at once. I'm gonna to have to go from this person I am today to that person tomorrow. And by the way, we reproach it with this all or nothing mentality of 100% is success, but 99.9% .9 is not success in the sobriety world, it is failure. <laughs> You've broken your streak, you're no longer sober. And so when we approach it like that, then 
yes, it feels impossible because it feels daunting and it feels crazy. And and this is the reality is that like, um, uh, I, I've drawn this before. I'm going to try to draw it again, but like the reality is that when you want to get, so say you're here and you want to get here and you think, okay, that's, I just need to go there. It's not like that at all. It looks like this. This is what it looks like. Oh, there you are. Right. I don't know if you can see that, but it isn't a straight line. It isn't a direct path. It doesn't work that way. And so the more that we can honor the ups and downs and bumps and realize that's all part of the whole thing and realize that, hey, if I, if I do the alcohol experiment and I make it three out of 30 days, and that's all, I've actually reduced my drinking by 10%. You know what would be great? What if you reduced your calories by 10%? What if you reduced your body fat by 10%? What if you're a company and you reduced your debt by 10%? What if you reduced your car payment by 10%? I mean, 10% is a big number and it's all relative. It's There's always a positive thing. And the more we honor the fact that it's not this like, I'm here and now that I'm gonna be perfect tomorrow, and that's what we say. We're like, okay, I'm going to quit drinking. And if I have one slip up, it's not perfection. Oh my gosh, I'm not perfect. And we're here. And then, so of course it feels impossible. So it feels impossible because it's never happened before. Similar to, you know, finding love for a child or even falling in love if you haven't, or, you know, feeling something you've never felt before. You can't feel the feelings. So it's never happened. So that feels impossible. And that's why it's just an experiment. It's just a test. And um, it feels impossible because we've made it this, this thing where all of a sudden we imagine that we have to wake up tomorrow and be a totally different person. And that's just not what it's like. It's, it's much more up and down and all over the place. So I hope that makes sense. And I hope it's some hope for somebody um, because there's, there's stories, again, alcoholexperiment.com. It's totally free. I'd love for you to join us, but do the videos. You can't just join. I put a lot of time and effort into those videos. Watch the videos. <laughs> And that's where the magic is. That's where everything shifts. That's where everything changes is actually watching those videos and actually showing up for um, for yourself, really, because that's that's where it is. And, you know, understand that there's there's always another chapter. There's always hope, you know, and one of the first things we need to do is is to step out of the cycle of blame and shame and beating ourselves up because, um it doesn't, it's not the best path to change. The science says that compassion is actually the best path to change and compassion starts with self-compassion. Very, very important. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day and we'll talk soon. Hi, are you looking to connect with like-minded people? Sometimes maybe you feel like as someone who knows all this information from the snake in mind or the alcohol experiment that you're living in a world of muggles and people just don't speak your language. That is why I created The Exchange. The Exchange is an online community where we meet face-to-face, -face, live video calls multiple times a week with people from all over the globe just to connect, to have somewhere you are seen and you're heard and you feel less alone and really that you can give back and get the support you need. So if this sounds great to you, check it out at thisnakedmind.com backslash exchange. And as always, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today.